0: like a crappy version of Reddit. Hey there, Shepin' Maniacs! You're listening to another episode of the Shop Talk Show podcast all about Web design, development, full stack, half stack, left stack, right stack. I'm Dave Rupert, and with me is Chris Coyer. Hey, Chris.
1: Hey! Uh, we had an idea right before the show. It's just Dave and I this week, so we're we're just going to chat with each other. And we're going to chat about making money on the web. Like, how do you do it, in, in a way? And But we're, I don't want to do, like, the read-me of the entire, all the 50 billion ways you can make money on the web, because we know there's ways. I mean, Dave's got a way. One of them is to start a web agency and do work for clients that stuff's yeah. pretty obvious. Sure, you can do that. You could go to work for a bank and work on their web department. Sure, like that's making money on the web. Let's like scope it down a little bit though and we'll end up talking perhaps a little bit about advertising and like other ways of monetizing work um in that way, maybe some web standards kind of stuff, but also just like that feel, like that solo solo entrepreneur feel Uh, dave's got a little lead in for it i think
0: well yeah so i mean uh, we were talking before the show here uh before all the listeners showed up so i made i made a code bank chris and i'll put a link in the show notes but it's for it's like a prototype of an app i've been thinking about for like ever right it's a a, are you familiar with inktober the the concept Mm -hmm. of inktober draw every day yeah, and you get a theme for every day, like like it's a single word. That's and,
1: funny. And so, I mean, we kind of, of do that at CodePen Challenges, and there's Hacktober, which is, there's a million things like this, right? But okay, so I'm picturing it. They send you a word. Dave,
0: here's your word, flag. Okay, now I'm going to draw the best flag I can. And and so every year Inktober rolls around, and I'm like, ah, oh, I should make an app that does this, because I want this as so like, a, like a drawing prompt, and then I draw, right, like on an iPad or something. Like I just... Like five minutes, ten minutes on a couch. I I I get a word and I try to draw that word. Like I just want a prompt, right? And so I made a little app that does this for me. It's just, I mean, it's just like ten lines of <laughs> JavaScript and HTML and CSS. I should, I couldn't make make the uh, code pen, uh, whatever five code pen challenge or whatever. Uh, but uh, it's, it's not very simple. many and, lines of code, is the idea, yeah. Not very many lines of code right now, right? And so and it works, and I could put it into a progressive web app, right? And like, I, if I put it into a progressive web app, but like, ooh, now I have like access to possibly, you know, going on the Windows Store and all the Windows devices have touch mm. and all that stuff, and like, or like drawing and stuff like that. I could maybe. Electron it and put it on the Mac store, although I think they just shut down Electron apps or something entirely. But uh, let's pretend I could make money on the the Mac app store. So
1: it's an app, and technology has enabled you to make it a real installable app on phones, and something about that has... Tripped your entrepreneurial alarm?
0: Well, it's just kind of like, okay, I have something. I have a thing. And in like I think we've been talking about it almost, it's leaked out in every episode, right? We've been talking like, I want a thing I could sell sell for $10 or whatever, right? And then people just pay me $10 and and they get a thing, right? Like, yeah. whether that's like an online course or something. I think we've kind of like <laughs> we I don't know. It's been in my mind, and every time we talk, I'm I'm thinking about it. Uh, and so I was just like, Oh, maybe this is the thing I can sell for five or $10 and on an app store. And that's how you give me money. I, you know, every week we sign off the show. Like, how do you give me money to the guests? And I'm yeah. like, how do people give me money? Oh, like, I know. I don't, I even know, but, have ways uh, and
1: I constantly think about it, you know, like, it's nice yeah, to have but, a little thing of the way that you give this person money is to buy the thing that they produce, you know?
0: And, you know, there's even like other levels, right? Like I, I, give people money on Patreon, right? Like uh, I give open source projects money on Patreon, yeah. like, uh, or open collective is what I use there. <clears throat> um, but you know, so I, it's kind of this, like how do I, or like, is this a thing I could sell for $5? And then I'm like, okay, what does that mean? You know, if I sell a hundred copies of, you know, I do all the work to get on the Windows store and sign the app and do all this stuff, you know, and then I'm on the window store and I sell it for $5 and I sell a hundred copies. Like,
1: okay. It's 500 bucks. Right. And, and minus whatever cut they have.
0: Nothing to spit at. Right. Like, like that's, that's money. Money's good. <laughs> we always want money to go up, especially if like I built it. Right. I
1: mean, if you sold a hundred of them a month. Then you'd be talking probably more worth it territory, but it's that seems like hard. You know, the first one of the things I think of is like, you if you you wrote this in seventy two lines of JavaScript and you know a little bit of HTML here, like because it was so easy, you're not. It's like you didn't do anything. You're going to have competition. That's what I'm trying to say. You
0: right, know? right. Rip offable would probably be that. The,
1: the yeah, like, but maybe people buy yours instead of somebody else's because they like it, or they're buying it just cause
0: Dave or something. Because Dave Rupert's a trusted brand and lifestyle. The, we Dave Rupert LLC is the drawing lifestyle, <laughs> which is you know that's what it, people associate with. Uh, Fine, Dave sure. LLC.
1: So you're so there's a, like, there's all these like questions that come up, like why do this, and then I get. But the one you seem to be driving at is the is the like at what level is it is it worth it to do
0: this yeah kind of you know cuz i mean you know if i like hours in the day are limited right i mean you can yeah. maybe drink caffeine and squeeze a few extra hours of productivity out of the day um, but you know, with family, kids and, yeah. you know, I, a job, <laughs> you know, I got one of those. Like, well,
1: let's say the work is nothing. I mean, isn't that the deal? Like, let, what if you get the the amount of work it takes to get this thing on the store to an afternoon? Doesn't that change right. the
0: equation a lot? It does. But then, but then you get into like customer support, you know, mm-hmm. like Fair how enough. many one star reviews, you know, and all that, you know, and it's just like, what do I do there? Um, so I'm I'm just kind of it's the it's that thing right it's like I I I wonder how far I should take this uh before I like kind of I don't know before I like hmm. like you know what what's the make it break point how do I monetize you know maybe it's smarter to put it up for free and put ads on it you okay, know sure I mean, people hate ads but man ads are pretty popular on. <laughs> applications, you know what I mean, and 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 I do have some like blank real estate. I love my real estate because I'm I'm like it's a focused drawing app, just like uh, what is it? IA Writer, uh, but yeah. but for drawing. Um, mm-hmm. So how do you? I don't know. How do you do that, or or what is the?
1: Well, so that's the new question: is do you do you sell it and then make it ad free? Do you have a premium version of it of some sort, or do you put ads on it and remove the ads, or or maybe just not even have a a a paid version of it's just an ads only operation you know so that would that's like probably impossible to answer because the ads aren't going to pay nothing unless you got you know a hundred times the amount of traffic and people using the site as there would be pro right like i don't know what the numbers are but like exactly exactly but i've been in web advertising long enough to know that if if eight people a month download your app and even if they're super active users of it that's going to amount to pennies, you know?
0: Right. Right. Like you need a scale, right? Yeah. And that's usually why, I mean, that's why people do it free is so they can get a scale. Scale, Right. And then they, uh, but you know, and, but it, you know, it is like a, I would
1: think free, you got to go big. You got to have like an awesome app then, you know, and not, not to say you couldn't, you could, but like, feel like if you're going to play the free game with the big numbers, uh canvas drawing app isn't going to do it.
0: Yeah. I don't think so. But yeah. So I guess I'm, I, you know, it, it is cool to me. I like it. And maybe I will do this just out of like, like stupidity or brute force or something, you know, just cause it's like, I like it. I, I want it to exist or whatever, but you know, maybe, I don't know, but like maybe this isn't something that goes to the internet, you know, or or isn't this isn't my $10 idea, right? This isn't the product I sell. So that's sort of where I'm leaning. Cause I'm just like, you know, it could, Get me money and I do like money, but I don't know that it's going to get me like, Mm. like whatever, buy a boat money, you know, (laughs) that's, that's where I'm at. I I just don't think.
1: I mean, maybe there's, there's lots of people thinking this way. Your hesitation is probably hurting you a little bit. You know, if there's people that, and it's because you got a wife and kids and you got to think about this crap. So that's fine, you know, but there's probably for you who's sitting there hesitating there's a bunch of you know young buckaroos are being like i'm gonna not only make this one but i'm gonna add five more features that year doesn't have and that's just what i'm gonna do on monday and on tuesday i'm gonna make a little rip-off jumper game and try that and on wednesday i'm gonna make a <laughs> i don't know some voice recorder right. app and ship that one and now they got ten there, and now they' now you're really learning something because which one has the most downloads, which one's got the most traction which one do I have the most fun working on
0: well, and that's a thing like i that is a possibility too that that was i was like I didn't want to get too far ahead of myself, but um there's a <laughs> i don't know have you played there's a video game not to. Crossover to my video game podcast too much, Chris. But th- there's a game for iOS called, in Nintendo called Downwell. Have you heard of it or yeah, seen it? First time I'm here. Um, it. It's basically a game where a guy jumps into a well and like he <laughs> floats down, and he, it's one mechanic. There's one button. There's a left to right button, and then a, a action button. Fun. And you have these gun boots that, that shoot bullets down and kill enemies and mm-hmm. cause you to jump and stuff like that. Anyway, it, it's pretty. It's cool. It's addictive. It's pretty fun, um, but it, the 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 person who di- developed it and there's a video game documentary called Branching Paths. It's on Steam. It's about Japanese game dev, um, but is a is a guy named Moppin. Did it, it like? Nintendo did it? Now. Did
1: it strike a nerve? Did it sell a zillion copies? Did it? You know? It
0: sold a zillion, dude. It is like mega popular. And, and the kid was in college when he made it. But, but the story of how he got to it is he made a hundred games in like a year. He just was like, or, or in like two years or something like that. He just was like, I'm going to make a game a week for the rest for the next hundred weeks or something like that. And so this game that was a success, like an overnight success was actually the product of like yeah, two years of it never is, making is it? sure. Just releasing games or play testing games and doing different things, you know? So uh, I'm, So I don't want to, you know, I guess you like, I guess the question about monetization is like, maybe I shouldn't stop it here at the like, well, how am I going to make money? Like, maybe you just actually put it up there and get it out there. And then like, and then
1: do it again, and then then do it again, and then do it again,
0: do it a 100 times, right? And then you know, if you if you're crying about the number of support tickets or whatever, like you can either hire somebody or uh, yeah, just, uh, well of course that's not the or it, just right? shut it down. I guess maybe uh, or
1: and then if you have some example that isn't somebody's hundredths game. Even th- that is just like, whatever. There's a billion zillion games out there. So one person hit it or, you know, you can think of 30 examples like this. It's still the numbers are are, are against you in a way. People have been making fun of this forever. The Pet Rock. Look at that guy that made the yeah. Pet Rock, made a million dollars. Oh, what a stupid idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the yeah. Pet Rock made it, but the 50 other ideas that were just as stupid didn't,
0: you know? Yeah, the the pet... Cube or the pet, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, which was superior in quality, but uh, uh ter- <laughs> but cost a lot more to manufacture. Yeah. It's not
1: going to work, just like the jump to conclusions, Matt. You see, you jump mm-hmm. to conclusions, but yeah, like an office space. Office space.
2: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by phrase.com. Do you have a digital product that you've always wanted to bring to a global audience with phrase it's now easier than ever before phrase is the translation management platform that makes localizing your app website or other designs into multiple languages a breeze one of the biggest hurdles with localization is inefficient communication and sending around content in seemingly endless email threads or spreadsheets with so many people involved translators developers product managers designers this lack of a workflow can lead to a total communication breakdown Phrase brings everyone together and allows for a streamlined localization process, all in one place. It's easy to integrate into your existing workflow. You can work with Phrase directly from your favorite tools with no more need for copying and pasting. For example, are you a big fan of working in Sketch? Now you can use the Phrase Sketch plugin and pull translated content directly into your artboard. Leverage tons of great features like a versatile translation editor, strong API, branching, over-the-air translations, and much more to make your localization life as easy as possible. Adding one language to your digital products might be easy. Adding 20 isn't. With Phrase, going global becomes possible. It's time to literally speak the same language as your potential customers or users, starting today. You can get a 14-day free trial that gives you access to all the Phrase features you need to bring your products to a global audience. Just visit phrase.com, P-H-R-A-S-E dot com slash shop talk to get your free Phrase trial. That's P-H-R-A-S-E dot com slash shop talk get your free trial our thanks to phrase for sponsoring this episode of shop Talk show
1: anyway I, I just think it is fascinating I mean it's like it's like should you should you use your precious few hours of the day to work on this particular idea it sounds like we're honing in on the idea that like sure I guess but maybe don't maybe don't spend every waking moment on it maybe treat it more like a you know, the first in your series and a hundred is kind of probably out of reach, but 10 maybe isn't, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, 10 apps and maybe one's a success, right? Like maybe that's 10 toy apps. I'll call them toys because, but maybe like 10 toy ideas and then you finally push through and you have one, right? Maybe that's it. Maybe some of my ideas are actually video games. Who knows? But I don't know. Maybe it is worth it. So there's this, even you've, Dabbled in like I make a
1: decent chunk of my income as a human being on advertising, so that's kind of a I make twenty dollars oh. <laughs> on my blog. Yeah, but you were compelled to do it, you know. So at least you know what that world is like a little bit, you know. Like
0: oh yeah, well, and it's uh, it, you know, it's I I joke about that, and you know, maybe I don't need to run ads at all, you know. Like uh, the value to advertisement is probably pretty low, but but I did like notice when I put ads on my blog I was like okay I'm it it flipped the like it's worth it to blog switch Mm, in my brain you know it's you know I mean it's like a couple six packs a a, a month or something it's not you know again not buy a boat money but it is like it is like hey okay like this is something like that just triggers the like yeah you're not doing it for nothing like it is worth uh, something but yeah um I don't know. That's that's where it is for me, but it's not. You know, you have a whole business on ads, obviously, but at a much, much, much larger scale. So yeah,
1: it's more than twenty dollars a month, and it, and it's it's kind of like career level, but it's not. It's also not big operation level either. You know, it's kind of uh, right in the middle of that. So uh, I don't know if I I don't know if I've prepared enough interesting things to say about all that, but that would be kind of an interesting uh, you know show or series to do is all about web advertising and the deep world there because, boy, it is fascinating.
0: Well, because there's new things kind of happening. I think, was it the last show or, or you were talking about that? Was it uh, Coil? That, oh, did I like mention a, that on this show? That I mean, that's kind of... I, I think you mentioned it in the last show, yeah. But, oh, yeah. I was know. Saying, you know, whatever. Bruce Lawson
1: reached out about this idea. Anyway, it, Co- Coil is kind of an interesting player. I think it's kind of evolving... It's, like, right at the an interesting moment. I think they have big, big, big announcements to making and, and crap. But I've been kind of following it because it's not because I think it's this, like, immediate, interesting, huge player in changing the face of monetization on the web incredibly quickly. But I think it's a pretty good stab at changing the face of web monetization, like, over a decade kind of thing. Like, this stuff changes and morphs it just does you know like there was a heyday of banner advertising that's now over and now we live in a weird area of social media influencers then who knows if that'll end but it will probably change and morph and you know sponsored sponsored native content is such a big deal now that uh, I don't know if we're past the heyday of it but it certainly had a heyday and maybe we're in it right now I don't know but the, the
0: way that that free publications make money Ch- changes you know well in uh, this coil, as I understand it, not and we should maybe do like get somebody on here from there, that would be kinda cool, but like as I understand it it's it's sort of like a and I haven't signed up for it I, maybe I'll do that like today, but like you have a browser extension, it kind of. And, and Brave's Bitcoin thing does this too, right? Um, but it,
1: Yeah, we can cover the whole spectrum of it, but we can do yeah. Coil first, right? Yeah, you have to have a browser extension, which is temporary. Like that's what Coil is fighting for is for you to not have a browser extension. But let's say mm-hmm. you do for now and you go to coil.com, which is some uh, like a service, right? Where you give them five bucks a month. And then through I filled this,
0: build up my, my piggy. Jar, pick up your piggy mm-hmm.
1: jar, right? It's micro payments. Everybody's heard of this, right? This has been tried a million times. It feels like it to me. You know, you go to a website and they get a penny from you. But if you do that, and the beauty of that is that, you know, they're being monetized like, you know, by 10,000 people instead of two people, you know?
0: Well, and that's, I think that's cool is like, because somebody could detect, like, oh, d- does this person have what what was it like navigator dot monetization oh i'll just turn off all the ads if they have the monetization that's
1: the on. deal right like, so it's the, all the all the all the the browser extension is doing is like mocking out those apis on websites so that you can
0: use those and i like that and i think like you know you think about like uh i don't know i mean right now i i pay how many i i pay about Twenty bucks a month in Patreons or something like that, different levels for different people. Yeah, um, you know, and, and that's fine. I, I want to support people, but like, uh, like, you know, there, there's also you know, New York Times or Vox or whatever. Like, I want to support them too. I want to support the people I follow there. Sure, in, in I'm not sure any, if
1: they have any of those big like, players on yet or whatever. But, but I get it. You you want to support, so you want to sprinkle your dollars out through the places that you visit and the beauty is that you don't even think about it it your money just sprinkles out as you browse the web like you don't have to make any choices you don't have to fill out any forms you don't have to do nothing your money just sprinkles away from you naturally based on your browser patterns
0: right and like then the the like the content creator let's say i don't know uh jabril's do you know jabril's he's like a a uh programmer he's been on like coding train and stuff like that but he uh he, he's like i support him but like mm-hmm. i i would rather you know it's like i i want to like uh you know rather than the content creator having to be like oh subscribe to my patreon give me the money give me the money like he just he passively would in- earn income and then uh but then me too it's like i don't have to like go commit to giving jabril like three bucks a month or whatever for the rest of my life, you know, like, like I can just, I could do that in, as well, but like, I don't have to do that. Like I, or I guess I'm saying like, I, I could passively give him money rather than like, Oh, okay. I'm going to sign up to, to support you like, a right. I don't know, content missionary for the rest of your life or whatever. Like, I don't know. I guess I, I like, I I like the passive nature, you know, like you think about like XKCD, you know, like if I could have just given him like a penny or two pennies or if everyone from Reddit or dig gave him two pennies every time they like went to uh, his comic, he would be, he probably is rich, but like he could, he would be very rich, you know, like just from, (laughs) just from like, People There's so much to, to his, think about so here. Like, on. yeah,
1: I'm sure he's yeah. doing fine because he's got books and goes on book tour yeah, yeah. and probably dabbles in all kinds of, of he's things. He's been but... on the Today Show.
0: I mean, he's, he's yeah, he's probably doing
1: there. just just fine there. But to kind of complete the picture of that, like, you, you know, the passiveness of it is such a big part of it and the anonymousness of it. So it's kind of like. You I, you come to my site and I can just there's a meta tag in the head and the meta tag is like it's like a string of gibberish that I don't even understand the tech of it, but points to like an online wallet. And there's multiple of these online banks that work in that way. Like all they need is this identifier and you can open a connection to them and deposit money into them, like just through a number, like how that works. I don't know, but it's fancy. I'm sure lots of people get it. Uh, it's very easy to pay money. And I don't know anything about... So, so you come to... And I have this installed on CSS Tricks, right? You you come to it and you have an active coil subscription. Magic in the background happens. And and there's a connection made between like your coil account that has some bucks in it and my online bank account. And the longer you sit there on CSS Tricks, it just like streams little pennies into my account from your coil account. But the beauty of it is like they're, they're fighting for like... You shouldn't have to have a... Uh, a coil account right it should just be a a meta tag that's standardized on the web just a web standard and any bank you know any online thing that wants to deal be a provider of bank accounts and not just coil either there should be anybody that you could sign up for that does the money sprinkling for you they're trying to as they say bootstrap an ecosystem around all this stuff but i think that it's Right. It's like a cool way to do it that might just actually work, especially if it's an actual web standard. That's like the clutch moment. If this actually becomes standardized, which it looks very much like it will be, that you don't have to install anything, you know, like that's a big deal, like to get... And not like enough people in the world just on coil to make it a big deal is like, yeah, maybe they'll get there. But chances are they'll just be like some startup that just lives and dies like all startups do. But to have an ecosystem around it all where multiple startups are living and dying around in this world, all based around this web standard, that seems like a big deal and a much bigger deal for publishers and having publishers be much more likely to integrate web payments type stuff on their site because they don't have to do it six ways for six different startups you just do it the one way so you brought up the brave thing that's interesting they have their own thing the brave browser has like their own cryptocurrency or whatever like bat like basic attention token or something it's called and uh if you when using the browse brave browser if you opt into this thing it's the same kind of thing micro payments for the site that you visit Uh, And you do it that way. But I had to, like, opt into that and do all special stuff to get that going, too. I did it just because I thought, hey, I'm dabbling in all this stuff. Wouldn't it be interesting to learn about how that works, too? It's similar but different. Google has Google Publishers, some other technology that's similar, but I don't totally understand it because I didn't. I tried to get invited and didn't. So it's like, I don't know exactly how that one works. But they're all three are very different from each other, which is kind of fine when you're – flushing this stuff out but it's better when things are standardized as we know as web standards people things like become a much bigger deal once they're standardized and i totally buy into and i don't
0: like i don't want one company to own monetization on the web you know like uh, as a uh, whatever web purist i don't want that so you know so i like the idea of this open standard and, you know, there's there's
1: payment APIs already, right? This is notably different from those. There's like, what are those
0: called? Uh, web payment API.
1: Yeah, web payments, payments API, API, which is like your, you want to check out on a website. You might be interested in this in your PWA, you know, that if you want to take a credit card for some advanced feature, you can call these APIs and what you get out of them is like your browser has access to its saved credit cards and the checkout process is handled for you. And it's a little set of APIs around that. So you don't have to build a whole checkout flow, uh, but you get a bunch of UI and UX it, around it.
0: It's pretty awesome. I mean, like I've put it in a code pen before just to show it off to people. I mean, it is and, awesome. It's awesome. I mean, and it just like spits out, like it's like edge. will be like, Hey, do you want to put your Microsoft wallet? Like whatever, <laughs> you know, like yeah. into this code pen. And you're like, okay. Cause I'm not, smart but I did it and then like
1: (laughs) right and Microsoft is that's proprietary for Microsoft but that they're just hooking into those APIs and Google can do it in a different way and Apple can integrate Apple Pay into it so it it really has like really bootstrapped an ecosystem of online payment now you need like a little bit more browser support you'll see it I think you'll see it more and more, you know, because now we can write code that's like, if the browser that I'm in supports the Web Payments API, do that, because it is just is a way more comfortable yeah. checkout flow. Just oh, but try it, yeah, yeah, just, just try, try it.
0: it, and like, and then I can skip this whole screen of the checkout flow if they said,
1: yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, guaranteed, your your like abandonment rate and all that stuff is going to go way down because it's just going to be this like saved credit card and way easier, more comfortable, more trusted looking checkout flow. This is not that, though. That is like asking the user, hey, would you like to pay me money? And then approval and all that stuff. This is totally invisible, passive web monetization. You know, it's just like you don't see anything at all. It just works, you know, and you've opted into it as a user through some service or something. So it's not like you don't know what's going on. But notably, I don't know anything about you either. So there's no like GDPR concerns or anything like that like I I know nothing literally nothing about you. There's a little bit of I can ask of, of like how much money have you given me because I can program interesting things like if you have dialed up the notch high enough such that you've given me $10, well then programmatically I'll unlock something for you which is interesting.
0: Ooh. You want to give me? You want to give me? premium content it's
1: not just yes or no yeah yeah so they have this whole thing which you know this is their marketing spiel and they're not sponsoring the show i just think it's interesting where they call it 100 plus 20 which is like don't take anything away from users give them a hundred percent of what you're offering them but give them some bonus stuff too so like if you if you support me at this particular level, it unlocks some extra kind of bonus thing. You know, you're not trying to punish people. You're just trying to give them a little extra incentive. That's the 20% extra kind of thing. Now, I haven't done in this mm-hmm. on CSS Tricks. I haven't even removed the ads for people that uh, do this because I think this technology is so new that it, it's, it's hard to do it. Like, no, notably, what I found was that in order to, like, figure out 100% successfully if, Uh, a person is web monetizing you, giving you some money at all, just yes or no, takes, you know, a couple of seconds. And so, like, one of the ways that you could code that is wait a couple of seconds to find out that answer, definitively yes or no, then request ads. Well, I'll tell you what, that's going to affect the impressions and your advertising situation. If every single page load of your site waits three seconds before it even decides whether it's going to make a request for ads or not, That's no good, you know, so, but there's other ways to program that though. You could just request the ads anyway, no matter what, and then only show them after you've got the answer yes or no or not. Or you could just show them immediately and then hide them if you get a yes answer, you know, there's all kinds of different ways to program it, but I just was, I wasn't totally comfortable with figuring that all out yet so i haven't done anything but i was toying around with ideas like what else could i do well i could offer like higher res downloads of the screencasts that i produce you know i always have like a really high res version of it that i just have sitting around but it costs me money to i can't just throw those on s3 and give you a download link to it because back when i did that it cost me like 300 bucks a month in bandwidth Charges for that because the files are so big. This caused a lot of bandwidth. Well, well, what if you pay me at some certain level, I'll unlock that link, and I can do that because I have these APIs. And I don't. You don't have to tell me about yourself. You don't have to have a checkout flow. There's nothing. It just will automatically unlock if you are at some, a particular level that you control. <gasps> that was a lot, but cool, right? You know, kind of. No,
0: this is cool.
2: This episode is brought to you by CloudBee's Rollout. CloudBee's Rollout is where developers come to ship changes at will. When you have a solution to manage feature flags at scale, you're empowered to continuously and intelligently roll out changes as soon as they are code complete on any platform, even mobile. You can manage, control, and measure all your features deployments across all applications from a centralized dashboard. Segment your customers and directly target those segments in your deployment process. You can gradually roll out new features to a subset of your users, measure results, and decide to continue or roll back feature deployment. As you know, mobile apps are different than web applications. Rollout was built for mobile apps and their unique characteristics with full native support. Rollout supports multiple environments. Rollout new features to different environments and migrate feature deployments from one environment to the other. You can measure the success of all feature deployments by correlating customer impression data to key performance, product, and business metrics. Rollout allows you to decouple development from code releases for real-time change control. Roll back only the changes you want, toggle features, use multivariate flags for A-B testing, and nix misbehaving features with a kill switch. You can check out the 14-day free trial and experience how CloudBees Rollout can help you rock every release. You can visit them at rollout.io and sign up for the 14-day free trial. Our thanks to CloudBees Rollout for sponsoring this episode of Shop Talk Show.
0: I signed up. I went to CSS Trinks My little, uh, my little icon turned green. Yeah, it was thanks. like, I'm giving you money. I mean, and it's I been like to... a
1: month now, and I've made $20 total from the thing. So th- when we're talking about all this, you know, we're not talking about people changing their careers overnight. This is early days for this stuff. This is like thinking about the technology of all, and they know that. And I think, you know, that's probably a little early, but they have some plans for how they can kind of continue to bootstrap this ecosystem, you know, with, by incentivizing people's ideas, you know.
0: Well, and if you're... uh Well, what would be interesting is if you could track this. Not, I mean, just like, like fire off to your GA, like, you know, how many Coil users you have or something. Maybe, is that against the spirit of it? Like, I mean... Because if you fire, well, that might not work just in general. Because, like, they probably blocked GA on your site anyway. But, like, you know, you could be like, okay, I have like ten coil users and I made twenty bucks. That's great, like, right? Like for Chris Coyer, yeah. like if you if you made two dollars a user, like somehow, I mean, that's that's amazing. Maybe as it becomes more ubiquitous, that number might go down per user, but you know, that's that's. Something to
1: think about, you know. The you know, and the anonymous stuff has more implications. Like like, uh, you know, this twenty dollars to me, twenty dollars USD to me in Bend, Oregon, is a different number in different countries all around the world. There are some countries where that's worth even less to, to them than it is to me, but a lot more countries where it's worth a lot more. That twenty bucks mm-hmm. is 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 good cash, right? And there's no. Differentiation, you know, there's not like oh this web browser came from Thailand, so we're not gonna monetize that person or that user or, It's totally
0: open. Oh, this is a triple A website or a, a fashion, you know, luxury brand. Yeah. So they get more, you know. Total level playing or field. Th- this is, that is a packed keyword. Oh, they get m- less or whatever, you know, like I don't know. I saw I saw something like uh I was watching Oh yeah, okay. I think I remember what it was. It was the tech lead. Have you seen this on YouTube? It's like this guy who was the tech lead at like Facebook and got fired and then and, and divorced, unfortunately. And like, but he's just making YouTubes. And so like, anyway, it's weird. Uh, but it, no, I'm it, seeing it. It's you know about um, everything. I feel like you're every week oh, you surprise um,
1: me with all interesting stuff you know about the internet. I'm like a
0: crappy version of Reddit. Uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, he was just talking about like running ads and is it worth it? And, and he's, he's more like, no, it was sort of his like response, I, I believe. But, but he was just saying like, you know, if you're like doing like personal finance, if you want to like run ads for that, the ads cost more, you know, and, but you also get paid more if you run a personal finance blog, cause that keyword's packed and blah, blah. But like, man, this is great. Cause this takes out the whole entire, like, I don't know. My, you know, I don't know, keyword stuffing arbitrage sort of stuff out of it. You know, it's like a click is worth a click, you know? So I gotta subscribe to this guy. He
1: looks mad
0: in kind of a funny way. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a lot of action. We, my friends, Jan and Zach and I were kind of like, is this a is this a setup? Is this sort of a gimmick? But but I think it's real. Actually, I don't know. Uh, reach out if y'all know him personally.
1: It's like two hundred thousand views per video, which he does every other day. My God!
0: Well, he broke it down. He back to monetizing on the way. He in a recent video, he breaks it down. He just was like, I make like eighteen thousand dollars a month on you doing YouTube's or something. Every video that gets over a thousand views gets like. Three thousand dollars, or or maybe it's like a thousand dollars per hundred thousand views ish, or so, well, or something how, like that. How, what, how much is it? Um, One more time. A thousand dollars for a hundred
1: thousand views. Okay, so and ten thousand so like, for yeah. a million. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, ten thousand for a million, and he's he was like, I'm making eighteen thousand. And He's like, oh, that's a pretty good, you know, salary for like a junior developer. And I just was like, who, what, now? <laughs> like, like, in in the you know the context is he worked at Facebook in the Valley, you know, like so like again, money is super relative to where you are. Yeah, it's
1: it's two hundred sixteen thousand dollars a year, pretty good salary, I'd say. It's more than i
0: Yeah, and but it just it just sounded like a unfathomable amount of money for youtube's I, like i just was like you know like,
1: it does and you know why that's really extra super good money is because it's almost definitely not the only thing he does or if it is the only thing he does it's stupid you know like this is just one channel if you have 500 followers on youtube you should be selling some other kind of thing sell a book sell something get yourself on instagram and twitter and all those and have big channels there too. You know, and this is, you know, this is just your ads there, but that probably discounts product placement for the stuff that are in the videos. There's probably, you know, get a blog for sure. You know, uh, that's the $18,000 a month is just one channel then, which makes the whole pie probably worth a lot more. You know, I'm sure it's a million dollar a year business overall.
0: Potentially. Yeah. And and he's just talking about <laughs> he's he's calling it like whatever retiring in his 30s or something like that. But um. yeah. Good. Forced retirement in his 30s. But, Depends on you know. what you do with it. Hey, by
1: the way, you, your Coil account, you can uh, attach to your YouTube channel and your Twitch too. And because it's a because it's a plug-in, they can inject that meta tag and, and whatnot in, into that. So it's like I attached it to my YouTube channel. I don't know how much I get. I, like I said, I've made $20 total on the thing. So I'm not uh, anything to show off here. But I think that's interesting.
0: Not to bust you, but could I put it in a code pen, like in a meta tag or whatever? Like, could I monetize my code? You pen?
1: could if you deployed a project, because then it's the only meta tag there. But I think you can because in in pens in CodePen we have that stuff for head section, and there's no way we're going to strip out this tag. I don't think we have any code for that. Like I, I'd, even if we did, I would fix it so that it didn't do that because this is perfectly fine for me. Yeah, you could put it in a code pen.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean maybe there's something like there. Like I mean, you know, right. again, it's like. I'm making the code pen and I want it to get likes. So that's why I did all that SVG animation. Like, hey, and it wasn't for nothing. Like, I got, I got, I made a buck, you know? Like, that's great. Like, I'll do it again, you know?
2: This episode was sponsored by Datadog, a scalable full stack monitoring platform. You can get a user's eye view of your front end services with Datadog Synthetics. Datadog automatically tests your application endpoints with simulated traffic from global locations, allowing your teams to proactively identify and improve issues before they affect your customers. Plus, you can build multi-step browser tests simply by interacting with your application. Datadog will record your actions and automatically execute the tests and intelligently adapt to changes in your UI along the way. You can build your first test today with a free trial of Datadog Synthetics, and receive a complimentary T-shirt by visiting dtdg.co/shoptalk. That's dtdg.co/shoptalk. Our thanks to Datadog Synthetics for sponsoring this episode of Shop Talk Show.
1: So and another part of this is that, OK, these are we're talking about technology and just APIs, just JavaScript, yes or no, and being able to link into it. They have a bunch of interesting code you can look at about how you measure it and things over time. You know, it's all anonymous, but it doesn't mean you don't have interesting programmatic access to what's happening. And I think what they're excited about, what I, frankly I am, too, is that when you give a whole slew of nerds and APIs like that, you get interesting solutions and ideas like we have we're way at the early days of what people are going to do with this that's fascinating that's when mm-hmm. you know like like unlocking a recipe meh you know or giving a having a link to a, a high quality download video i mean these are just day one simple ideas you know and when this thing is years down the road and there's it's become a web standard and it's shipping in lots of browsers and there's lots of services that people sign up for and like because they've innovated interesting ways to pay subscribers, you know, you just start to see a lot more interesting crap happening at the web. And it's not either or, you know, like that's why I'm intrigued now is because, like, I can get my foot in the door with these ideas now and not turn off all of the other ways of monetizing. You don't have to turn off your ads if you don't want to. You don't have to turn off your subscription products if you don't want to. They can live alongside of it as this grows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I feel very sales pitchy on it now, so I feel like I'm going to shut up about it. But that's just, like the coil thing. And I'm sure the people that are really stoked about brave and basic attention tokens and stuff are are probably kind of secretly hoping that that's the thing that wins or whatever. I
0: just, I think it's like how, I mean, I think what we're seeing, not to get too pundit-y here, but what we're seeing in the industry at large is, is, you know, ads are like a major source of slowing down websites. So, and privacy invasion, like, getting tracked all over the friggin' internet and, and the, I don't care what the friggin', uh reply all says. They're listening to me with my microphone. <laughs> um, and so that's happening and for sure, hundred percent quote me on it. Um, and, but like the, the, you know, so I, I think like the web in particular, you know, App stores and, and those companies, they kind of have monetization somewhat figured out. And Apple kind of controls, gates the privacy to some degree, right? They can block you, kick you off the app store and demonetize you entirely if you did a bad. The web doesn't quite have that. You know, like we can't just kick the New York Times off because they did a bad or whatever. Um, Like, so I, I feel like the web in particular is begging for a, a new way to make money you know like i I think we're just in a state where it's, it's so many people are installing uh blockers because they don't want ads and they don't want anything uh they don't want ads and they want their privacy that's totally respectable but like if you're gonna make that step you need to have like a a kickback i don't know pay it forward i mean i don't know technically you can steal content for free i guess if you want but like it would be cool you know, I don't know. Maybe that's where it's a problem is like, it'd be really cool if you like gave some money, wouldn't it? And you know, like maybe that's not enough to sell people on it. So I don't know. Well, I'm excited
1: about it. I'm excited about it. But this
0: is cool. I'm, I'm signed up. I'm going to try to put it on my blog, but then it was like, oh, you need like a, a ripple account for your bitcoins or something. Yeah. Like, oh no.
1: Honestly, that's um, the, one of the weirdest parts of it. Coil was easy to sign up for. And the, the bank thingy that they work with right now is actually called stronghold. And, uh, yeah, that so was actually so a little harder to sign up for. I had to like approve some weird trackers to get their JavaScript to run to even sign up that I was like, mm, that's weird uh but i did it it's it's i'm sure it's a perfectly legit company i like i don't don't think they're shady or anything there was a pretty nice little app and then it was funny then i did the brave one and they only work with some other banks so i have some other you know online bank account kind of thing there's some like cognitive cost to all this it's like oh gosh you know now i have like five five different apps i'm using for all this stuff that who knows if i'll even remember if I. Them and you know it's not like every the first of every month i'm gonna eagerly go check my stronghold account and make sure that i transfer the money out of it but at least it's usd which is also a big deal that the brave thing only works in that cryptocurrency which means that you're paid in that cryptocurrency and it's on you to get it out of that cryptocurrency if you care to yeah
0: yeah well, and see that, yeah. You want you want some macabre thinking here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are you into <laughs> like, crypto, by the way? I don't. I don't have a read on you on I, the crypto thing. I'm not. I. I. My friend Joe McCann. <laughs> Yeah, Uh is very much. I follow uh, his trading tips, but I don't actually trade at all. I don't want to. I don't, I don't know. The only
1: time I'm jealous of it is when I know somebody who's rich because of it. And then I don't care, but that's only because of just genuine
0: human jealousy, right? Genuine human jealousy slash, uh, not sure. Uh, I want to fund like a black market, but whatever. Hey, here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, send hate mail to, uh, your own email account. Um, But I'm so I'm not super into it, but like I there is a value. Uh, Maybe it's not fully realized yet, but I there does seem to be some kind of value there. Um, But you know what? I think about even like Bitcoin or whatever. Like if I whatever got a bunch of bitcoins and like let's say I I die, this is something I think about. You know, it's just like what does my wife do? How does my wife get the Bitcoin? You know, and so like that's like another like. You know, asset you have to manage. You know, and maybe I like whatever through a, a spirit medium, like transfer my my whatever my one password password to my wife or something like that. But like, what you know, what are the like? I don't know. That seems like a a, a pretty intense like uh, uh thing to to like like she can't go into a Wells Fargo and like just say like yell at them or give a death certificate or whatever, you know, that it's different. Right. So I don't know. I I think about that sort of stuff, you know, I guess back, back to like having a family, like if you're just a young single person, like, yeah, probably makes sense to like just whatever you had extra money, put it into an imaginary money. But like when you're like, married with kids you're like ah probably not just gonna buy imaginary money i'll buy diapers instead you know yeah that's sort of where i'm at so
1: i have kind of a thing that's like we're at least you know at least we're technological people and that even if we've missed the first wave maybe we're gonna miss the second wave we're not gonna be the last people on earth to get on board with this you know there's definitely people that will be behind us if if it if the wave really does get bigger that it can't be ignored yeah totally
0: i my my things are probably like maybe purely ethical at this point you know just like yeah. i i think like a lot of people in black markets got a lot a lot of money and i don't think that's super great uh uh, and then i also think like,
1: yeah. like i read some article like you want to you want to not have your wife take half your money when you get divorced like oh great like where like where this is going yeah just put it in bitcoin oh, then yuck. they can't touch it
0: yeah. yucko See, that's gross, right? It is like, gross. Yes, it's gross. It's, it seems like there's a criminal element to it, is what. I, but again, I, we're not. Don't don't bet your finances on Dave Rupert. But there's so many things, isn't there? There's like the power.
1: There's like the power usage thing. But the thing that always gets me the most is like. You know, and you just like don't like a politician or something because you just don't like the way they talk. You know, you're just like, I just don't like your your vibe. You know, like even if it's not like philosophically opposed to what they're saying, you're just like, mm, I almost all the way, every time I hear anybody talk about crypto, I'm just like, I just don't like what you're saying. I th- you're not being very clear. It sounds very muddy and gross to me. It was just you know, I don't know, make, send me all the hate mail you want about that, but I just I've never overheard a crypto conversation that was like, yeah, that's interesting. I enjoyed listening to that.
0: <laughs> good point everyone had good points uh no i i i think i do think about it sometimes and it seems valuable it seems like a nerdy asset you know but but it does seem like a i don't know like a collectible not really like uh, an actionable thing but and but where i think the real money is is like in the like day trading you know like catching the winds of the market i think that's where people get rich you know sure they buy something cheap and sell it high you know and what 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 better place to do that than a really volatile market (laughs) guess who likes that fair enough day traders so any don't again (laughs) shop talk disclaimer right don't don't uh like manage your finances based on things we say here on the show so if you're happy, you're happy. I don't want to. What is it? Yuck your yum. I don't want to yuck your yum. I want you to be. I want you to be happy with your pile of bitcoins. Any other thoughts on like monetizing and, and No, and I mean we can like, probably leave it there. That was a, that was good. Maybe we
1: can end with uh, just a couple of couple of hot links if you got any.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I can post a link to this little uh, prototype. I'll put that in the show notes. You have to go to the website, which we are. We're working on the website. We we just had a. We'll call about yeah it. believe it or not we're gonna um, actually do that uh but yeah so we uh, uh and and we'd also i mean you know we we never do like big old feedback things here but you know if there's like you you have feedback about the website or whatever please please send it to us or or how you use the website i think we're um yeah we we just kind of like I don't know. It's a useful part of the show, obviously, where website, web show, but like, if you have uh, whatever tactical feedback, we'd love to hear it. Somewhere.
1: You know, it was an interesting thought from that was that it was because we talked about it recently that like, who wants to start a, a start a podcast on like episode 382 or something, you know? And yeah. it, this happened to me the other day, because I was like, you know, that podcast, like, my brother, my brother, and me, or something. Have you? Oh, mabim
0: bam. Yeah, I listen to mabim bam. You do? I'm a <laughs> mabim bam. Uh, it seems like yeah. it
1: would appeal to me, right? Like it's like some nerds talking about stuff. I just, it's, it's something about it seems like I would like it, but I, but You'd I, like I it. popped You'd in like it. and it was like they're on episode like 476 or something. And there was so much going on. It felt like unspoken that I was just like, I can't, like, this isn't. I need like an intro episode or intro series or something that it didn't, it didn't catch me. I tried to listen to a whole one and like, they were just, the guys had just come back from some event they were at and they were talking about like the awkward social situations at the event that they were at. And I was like, I don't, I don't even
0: know what event you're talking about. I like, I kind of don't care what's happening right now. Well, they were at Comic-Con and yeah, they met a lot of famous people. (laughs) But, uh, no, I think you have to, uh, with that podcast in particular, like, I think you have to, like, I I would actually recommend listening to The Adventure Zone, which is their other podcast where the three brothers play Dungeons and Dragons with their dad. Uh, So, and it's so great. Um, And you can either... There's two major arcs, so the balance arc and then the amnesty arc. Um, I would go all the way to episode one and start there okay, and like okay. work your way forward. Uh, but it's those brothers being funny, but in a context of D&D. So like, like you have a starting point, I guess, there. And then you can jump into Mim Bim Bam and just... Yeah. just Look at all how the, they're and,
1: successful. Their website is awful.
0: So there's kind of proof. That- well, it's brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> 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 no, uh, you mean the Maximum Fun podcast, MaximumFun.org? Oh yeah, I uh, guess that is what I'm talking yeah. about. It
1: just looks like a, like a like a WordPress theme from the from 2004.
0: You know, yeah, it's maybe like a legacy feel, right, to it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's even responsive. Yeah, nope. So it's it's um yeah it's some it's blogger I think the,
1: like it's <laughs> on blogger the one point <laughs> one font size verdana the, the verdana at that at a fairly small size looks good
0: yeah, that's what really gives it that classic feeling yeah 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 no but they uh no they, they it's it's fun they it's a good show I would do the adventures of, but yeah the the like but it uh, you're right it's back to our show <laughs> like it's it's weird to like jump into podcast at like episode four hundred or which we're kind of crushed cruising to 400 so like like if you really value the episode numbers like let us know we'll probably keep episode numbers around in some format but like yeah if, if you'd rather like better titles that are more we about know, like, like from our survey like maybe we drop maybe we drop out drop out title or episode numbers and maybe we just maybe. focus on uh whatever like anyway and because and podcast apps can do that now like when we started, Apple itunes didn't have episode numbers and now it does
1: well, like what does it feel like to like let's say this is the first is there anybody listening out there where this is the first episode they listen to well, i'm talking to you because you're there's probably like one of you so if that's you then yeah. tell us that you're the one person that that's who that is and what was your experience like is it too weird is it too clicky like me and dave like Know each other too well, and it's not as welcoming to new listeners like you. Or was it fine? I'd love to know the answer to that.
0: And then, that would be. Then what
1: could we do to 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 like fix that if it's if it's not particularly
0: welcoming? You know, like was it too right? Like, do you need to know? Like, do I need a better intro? Like, I'm Dave Rupert. I work at Paravel. We're a three person shop based in Knoxville. You know, like does that help or what? What helps or. I don't know. Yeah, hey, we'd love tips, whatever. <laughs> like, uh, if you are like a new listener in the last five shows.
1: Well, what we do know is from people when we say, "When did you start?" You know, when yeah. when we asked, "When when when did you start listening?" Most people were almost tried to like, you know, I don't know if they were appeasing us or what, but saying like how long ago they started listening, like oh episode thirty or a hundred and ten or you know, but nobody was like three hundred and twelve. You know, I feel like most of our listeners are long timers
0: Right, so, some but yeah, I would love to like if you like even like stopped. Like, why'd you stop and then you came back? I'd love to know those stories too, just in podcasting in general. Because I know I do that to shows. Is I'll, I'll like stop listening because like I listen to a lot of audiobooks now, <laughs> but like and then I'll pick it back up way later and and I'll have three hundred episodes, but like would love to know like, oh, you took like a hundred episode gap. That's great. Like, why'd you do that? Like, like, was it us or was it you or what? (laughs) Hey, this is awkward. Was it us or was it you? We'd love to, I don't know. I just love to know how we could like make this show better. New listeners, people who dropped off, old listeners. Hey, it's all good. Just let us know. Hit us up on the Twitters or whatever. Maybe we could shoot, shoot out a survey or something. We're always open. Okay, now how much All time right, do well, we have? Probably none, huh?
1: Yeah, let's go with none. Yeah, we'll do hot links. Let's just say, time. we don't even do hot yeah. links. It's not even a segment that we do. We just thought we would do that this week if we had some hot
0: links. I always
1: have hot yeah. links. I'm full of hot links. I got a whole notion that I just keep of just hot, the hottest of the
0: hot links. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe we need a hot links episode. Do so you use after the web this.
1: clipper? I think that's a nice little browser extension they have. So if you're just on oh, a I page, don't. you just you just. Click it and it just pops it onto a nice little table for you on Notion. So it's like a it's like a read later, but it also like grabs the entire article and puts it into Notion too. So it's kind of like Ooh. in there and searchable if you want to. I don't use that feature very much. Mostly to me, it's just like, I just want to know if it, you
0: know. It's probably better than my like list of like my growing list of like 40, uh, 40 bookmarks that I've <laughs> dropped into the yeah. So
1: I even put an extra column on it called used or not. Cause mostly mine is like, I might tweet this or I might link to it on CSS tricks. That's what it really is for me. You know?
0: Yeah. Mine, mine are all, uh, um, mine are all like cool, but kind of too long to like read in one sitting. Mm-hmm. So I have to like, so I'm like, ah, oh, well I'll come back later on this. And I never come back, you know?
1: So, I know. Isn't that terrible? Uh, that's why i oh, well. got to double down on this Instagram thing, you know? No more no more of this journalism stuff. If it can't fit into like a 600 by 600 square.
0: All right, we'll do stories only. Quick hits. That's, does that appeal to you, Shopping <laughs> Maniacs? Just stories only? Yeah. We'll just do a little like, yo, what up? We
1: hear the format is too long, so we're going down to six seconds.
0: Yeah. Look at this code. Done. Next. <laughs> so there you <we> go. <laughs> Oh man, we unlocked it. We unlocked the secret of monetization in this episode. Chris, <laughs> um, I guess we'll, I'll we'll wrap it up. Thank you, dear listener, uh, Shop maniac for downloading this in your pocket. Your choice. Be sure to start favorite favorite up. That's how people find out about the show and, uh, consequently how we make money i guess uh you can uh follow us at shop talk show on twitter for twitter for 10 to tweets a month and if you hate your job head over com slash jobs and get a brand new one because people want to hire people like you and chris you got anything else to like to say shoptalkshow.com